after a bit of a hiatus, we are back to talk Formula One. Another race weekend, Canada's F1 podcast is on. Dames, joined by team manager for Pro Racing Ontario, Daryl Timmers, yes. who is back from down south. Yes. Is it down south? It is, is south. It, it's south, it's but north south, south. It's the north end of the states, but south end of us and directly right. south of us. So you were down there racing the CKNA Grand Nationals. I was. Overall, a, how was the weekend? Honestly, unbelievable event. I highly recommend any of the Briggs people out there, or even two-stroke guys out there, to go and participate in this event. I raced in uh, senior medium, senior heavy. Yeah. Senior medium had 72 carts. Um, senior heavy had about 45, 50. Uh, it was amazing to go out there and run. And, uh, you know, it didn't go the way I wanted to. But, hey, I had some, some tough luck down there. But, hey, I'm still smiling, still having fun. And I uh, want to go back next year. Most importantly, you're back in one piece. Because yes. uh, when there's 70 carts on the yeah. track, I, there was like 400 carts. 409 entries. entries. Yeah, total. Yeah. Which is insane. Yeah, I mean, was... you talk about, this is the world's biggest 206 race, yes. four cycle race period. Hands so down, hands down. If you're getting into karting right now, first of all, you need a kart. Talk to Daryl, uh, Charles Leclerc kart dealer, most port karting centers where you can get on track. And yeah, definitely want to make that a bucket list thing. Now that that is out of the way, let's shift focus. Let's go down to Singapore. Singapore. We have Sergio Perez, uh, the street king. The king of the streets yep. is what they're calling him. P1 takes the win. Uh, he literally had the control of the race yeah, from, the from lights out. But I do want to talk about the lights out because a lot of times people are just viewers and they don't actually realize what's happening on track. We've seen the lights go out. Leclerc and him got the exact same start time, mm-hmm. right? 0.29 seconds or yeah. whatever it was. It was the stage. difference is rubber on the track, rubber not on the track. Yep. And, and second stage, really. The first stage is, so they have two clutches. They have a first stage where they take off and then the second stage where they bleed that out to stop wheel spin from happening. Um, you know, when they're, like you said, there's, there's a track part of the track that no one drives on, which when we drive on the track, we leave rubber down. You'll hear it on the, on with, uh, the driver saying, you know, the track's really rubbering in or the track's really got some grip right now. It's because as we drive around, little bits of tire end up embedding themselves into the asphalt. So then when it rains, that little bit of rubber that's in the asphalt and your rubber tire, that's a slick with a little bit of water in between, technically it doesn't give it any grip. So it's very, very. It's like driving on ice. Ice really is like driving for on Canadian ice. Canadian folk is yeah. black ice. Like you it's don't like, see it, no, but, but it's, it's there. there, and it's <laughs> it's bad. Like it is. You'll think you have all the grip in the world, and then all of a sudden you have like absolutely nothing, and there's nothing you can do. It's um. So you know, at that point, when they take off and they do the first stage, they had both the reaction time, but the second stage, uh, Perez was off the rubber. <laughs> Leclerc's on the rubber, and he tried to slip his clutch a little bit, and it got some wheel spin, and then Perez just took him. And it is what it is at that point. Uh, you know, it's one of those situations where you, uh, you're kind of, you know, at the mercy of Mother Nature. <laughs> right. That's, it's like, it's always good to be on pole unless it's raining. Unless it's Singapore. raining, yeah. <laughs> no, uh, in all seriousness, that was the one thing that came to mind to me because we're watching this race unfold, right? And it literally turned into a bit of a procession uh, because nobody wanted to step a centimeter yep. off of that. Yep. But, Wet line that turned into a dry line. Like it, it was, was just it was, one dry line. <laughs> right. It, it, and, and, you know, usually when this, when it rains or whatever, a line starts to appear. And then once the line starts to appear, it starts, getting it bigger starts and to bigger. get bigger yeah. and bigger and bigger. And then the race becomes a little bit more advantageous. Um, guys get a little bit more courage. I mean, but we saw, we saw some really unconventional things in terms of formula. We saw Max with a huge lockup. Yep. We saw Lewis put it into the wall. Yep. Lewis blowing overtake on, yep. on Vettel. Like, it really was a tricky circuit to drive yes. on this weekend. 
And to be honest, Perez taking uh, the, the, the initial lead, P1, going into turn one, yeah. kind of just confirmed the race from there. Yeah. He, he, did his, he did what he had to do. He didn't yeah. lock up. He didn't throw it into the wall. Nope. He didn't do anything. But it was really just <laughs> a race of, like, nose to tail, nose yeah. to tail, nose to tail. And the, and the good thing was, was, you know, when Leclerc caught Perez, uh, it, it got to the point where he was, he was faster than him at that midsection of the race, where he, but he just couldn't get by him because he couldn't take that risk to lunge on him. Right. So Perez just, instead of pushing to try to take off on him, he just maintained his pace and let Leclerc overheat his tires and drive hard behind him trying to figure out a way by. And then all of a sudden, the team's like, okay, you know, we might get a penalty, drop the hammer... And all of a sudden, boom, eight seconds is gone, and there goes Leclerc. Because, you know, he, and it was smart from Perez to think, okay, I'll underdrive right now because it's his duty to get by me, and offline is horrible. Like, it's, it's, you saw, like you said, like when Verstappen went for a pass or Lewis went for a pass, it all ended up horribly. Yeah. So he's just like, well, I'm just going to let him try to go for a pass, and if anything, I'll overslow, let him overshoot the corner, and then pass him again. And I think Perez was really, really smart with how he maintained that, well, managed that race. And uh, I think, you know, it kind of shows why he's that, that second Red Bull driver and has that uh, experience to know what to do and what not to do. Absolutely. I mean, an experienced driver, like he's been around for quite yeah. a while. He's been in lower tier cars. He's worked his way up to the fastest car on the grid. I don't even think it's an argument anymore. No. That Red Bull is, is super quick. Yeah. And given, you know, the right opportunity, the right circumstances, he could win the race. Yes. So shouts out to him. Uh, one thing, the FIA, though, with this safety car thing, like, that was clear as day. Yeah. That was clear as day. Yeah. And if Leclerc knew that that was coming, yeah. would he, would he just manage thing? the gap? Yeah. Or would he try to push him into making a mistake? Like, yeah. how does the race play out? I think, I think it would have been opposite of uh, Leclerc pushing to try to get by him because he would have just, again, like you said, he would have just maintained the gap behind him and make sure that he's within that five seconds so that he can get that win. Mm. And, uh, you know, the FIA just, we all knew it was coming from the video. It was like, man, that's it was blatant. It was clear yeah, as day. And, and, and he was adjusting his steering wheel and stuff like that and kind of didn't realize that the, the, the safety car took off that far. But in the end, it's like it's still a rule that he broke. doesn't matter what made you break it. Right. It happened. So in the end, FIA should have said, you have a five second, come in. Or you have five seconds at the end of the race, one or the other. Yeah. And then they wait well, an hour after to announce that they're going to do a five seconds. So it's like, well, I don't know. now here's the conspiracy theory part with all this budget cap yeah. stuff that's going on. Yeah. Did they really want to hit Red Bull with a double whammy? Yeah. Like, we don't know as of right now. We don't know we what don't the know. story is with the budget cap. But what do you think the story is with the budget cap? If it's true and they went over the budget cap, it makes sense. Totally. Why makes the sense. car is just like just a rocket ship, and then they had to develop a car last year, and then all of a sudden, you know, Mercedes did what they had to do last year to try to get the championship. So they took a development away from their car from this year to make sure that they tried to get that championship last year. How is Red Bull able to dominate when they were supposed to pull half their budget too to put towards the car last year? Because they were constantly coming out with upgrades all the way up to the end of the season, which means that budget's, you know, where is this money going? It's stressed. It's yeah. stressed. It's stressed. You know, it's interesting. I mean. They've been. I, I guess that's what happens though. Yeah. When you're winning races and you're at the top, people are gonna throw these little things. Out. I mean, flexi floors yeah. was the first one. Flexi wings. Yeah, yeah, flexi wings. And now it's the budget. Yep. Um. So we'll see what happens with that. But you know, when you think about other teams who finish lower in the ranking, yep. but then and and have more time for testing yep. and development, right? <laughs> How is it that they? Because Ferrari they finished two three this weekend, yeah. but. 
they were they were nowhere close no, no. on pay. I mean, we're talking about Perez. If Max was at the front, yeah. that's that that's a that ain't no seven second win. Yep. No, it's true. Like seriously. Yeah, like yeah. That was, double that. Yeah, if yeah. not if anything, triple that. Because he was coming through the pack and then you get caught and still come through the pack and he locked up, went off, turned around, went back in, yeah. got tires, came back out, and yes. still managed to finish in points. <laughs> where, further up than where yeah. he started. Yeah. It was it was anyways, it was a drive for Max. I mean quality though. Yeah. If that was Ferrari, we'd be jumping we'd down be Ferrari's tearing neck. them apart. You yes. know? So, like, how does that happen? That is, see, one, I don't think they realized they were going to be doing that many laps in qualifying. I think they were just kind of, uh, you know, putting in a couple of laps and then coming in. But the track just wouldn't dry. So they were just like, okay, do another lap and wait. Okay, the track keeps coming. And they kept keeping them out there. And all of a sudden, they're like, oh, crap, we have no more fuel left come in like you're, you I know you're going to go on pole right now but come in you have to come in or else we're starting from the back and you know the lap before that Max I guess he just didn't think he was up on his times and his team didn't tell him he was up on his times you see that's the big out. one to me because he was he was way up on the he delta. was he was purple in both yeah, first yeah, sectors and then they tell him to back out it's like yeah that was a I just couldn't help but think like every because he got on the radio and he was super tight yeah right and nobody's really saying anything yeah. about that but when it happens to like Hamilton they love to say yeah. stuff about that which is why we do the pod it's interesting yeah, yeah, it's conversation right so yeah. there's all of that there's that dynamic but at the same time what I was saying is if that was Ferrari yeah I mean granted they've made way more mistakes yeah. this year but if that was Ferrari let's say that would have been the last straw yeah like that would have been the last straw yeah. he would have like because there's no way to mismanage that but I mean at the end of the day Red Bull constructors leader Max is Gone. at the top. Yeah. It's 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 pretty much a wrap this weekend. I think they're saying if he finished P one in Japan uh, with the fastest lap point, he wins the championship yeah. with like four or five races, uh, which is not what we really wanted no. to see. But hey, that's what happens yeah. with a new regulations year. Uh, moving down the grid a little bit, George Russell, his P five top P five finishing streak ends in Singapore because he he did the gentleman thing. Yes, in uh, in, in Britain there. Um, he just struggled all weekend, yeah. though. Like, let's be honest. What, what happened to Georgie this weekend? I just think it's one of those, you know, finally, after the whole season, he's had an off weekend. It is what it is. Um, you know, in the race, they were trying stuff because he was the, the farther back Merc. There, and, and at that point, Lewis was in third and, and catching the front guys or, or keeping with the front guys. Um, you know, Lewis needed to know if uh, the slicks or what and... and with a when they throw the slicks on George, they have all the data right away to know if the tire is better or not. The mm-hmm. teams are just kind of looking sector by sector, where you know the Merck team was looking at the tire temps, seeing if they're coming up. They have all the the data possible to know if that tire, when that tire is going to work, and if it's coming in. And they needed that data the data to do that. And George was brave enough to go out there and say, "Hey, let's just try the slicks." Obviously, it didn't work, um, but you know, it, it, in it, in defense of Mercedes, you know, it's one of those situations where they, they are hoping that the track is dry enough so that they can pounce on Lewis and be the first one to get Lewis onto the tire so he can gain that gap a little bit more on the leaders before they went back to slicks. It was like an undercut scenario. Yeah, hopefully. exactly, exactly. And, you know, it was just a little bit too early with that safety car, and Singapore doesn't dry very fast. It's, it's a very humid Moist place. Yeah, moist place. And <laughs> if it was in the middle of the day, Maybe. all day long, it yeah, would have been yeah, it would have yeah. been dried super, super quick because it has high temp yeah. and high heat. It would have been gone. But in the middle of the night when it's super humid and dewy and, and muggy, there's a bunch of moisture already in the air. It's not going to dry out. Yeah. So I think the teams could have kind of realized that it's Singapore and it's never it takes forever to dry out down here. And, you know, 
it happened. <laughs> I rate the move, though. I really do rate yeah, the move. I, do I mean, too. he had nothing to lose, and I like to see that. They roll the dice, and if it works, it works. If it doesn't, whatever. I'm already yeah. in last. Yeah, so, exactly. So it is what it is. Uh, on the flip side, Lewis Hamilton, tough weekend. Yeah. I mean, he put it he put it in a good spot, P3, That's lost it pace. off the yeah. start, and just kind of got stuck. Yeah. You know, and, and he... And he pff, uncharacteristic we've seen him do two uncharacteristic crashes one in austria yep and this one was kind of weird this too, one was weird was, how deep he went into that yeah, corner was there like, was not a chance of making that corner and he just it was i don't know if he just forgot it was wet for that one <laughs> second and being like oh, yeah, i'll just go to my hole oh, yeah it's yeah, wet i forgot yeah. and then he but also and at that point it's like you're a world champ like going to the runoff you tried to make the corner like that was the strange part. Yeah, I was for like, me. why like, didn't you? Like, I don't. Yeah, it was don't weird. Know. Anyhow, we'll chalk it up just to an off weekend for him as well. Um, an on weekend though, Lando Norris and Daniel Ricciardo land four and five. Mm-hmm. Uh, luck, yes, but they they put up some big points in their in their constructors battle with Alpine, who had two DNFs, which has to be concerning. Um, so for the best of the rest, like, how does this play out for the rest of of the season and and does Daniel Ricciardo raise any eyebrows in terms of getting a seat with a performance going from 16th to 5th? Um, I think there are teams talking to him right now, and I think that just shows, you know, the rain is the equalizer, as they always say in motorsports, and, and there you go. You know, Ricciardo did a, a pretty damn good race. Um, he, he performed. He was charging through the pack. He made good decisions. He was passing. You know, and, and at that point, it's I think he just has to realize whatever it is it is at this point, I think. You know, I know Haas really, 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 really wants him. I don't think he wants to go there. Um, and he's, he's planning on a, a year off at this point. But, uh, you know, you look at someone like Hulkenberg, who's been on the sideline for years now, and he's every year in the, in the silly season, his name comes up about someone that might be jumping back in the car again. Mm. So, you know, it, people are saying, oh, his career might be over if he takes the season off, but not in F1. You know, you, you have the... you. As long as you were a performer and you performed when you were in your top game or even when you were, you know, on your way out of the sport, um, your name's always being thrown around, especially with that much experience, especially with that much talent, marketability, everything. Like, he is a complete package of a Formula One car, Formula One driver. So, you know, these teams that are at the back could use him to promote their team to get more sponsors to say that, hey, Ricardo is my driver. Problem is, you don't want to go to a back want, He team. doesn't want to go to a back marker team. So at this point... I, what the rumor is, is that he's going to be a reserve driver for Mercedes, seeing that Nick DeVries is probably going to AlphaTauri. Um, so if that's happening, then hey, cool, you're, you, you know, this might be a really good thing for him because if something happens to George and Lewis or, you know, he's doing sim runs or FP1 runs, yeah. this can show the, the other good teams to be like, hey, Ricardo still got it. Like he's in the Merc and, and the good thing is it's not the best car right now. So if he was to get into the car next year and it's the same kind of stand-ins and he you know, performs in that car in an FP1 practice, the team's going to be like, yeah, you know what? He, he's doing all right. You know, he's, he's not, maybe it was just he's, his driving style couldn't adapt to the McLaren. So, you know, it, it, it will be good for him, I think, if, uh, if he does take a year off. But, you know, for this performance, I think it, it shows that, you know, he's still got some sort of pep to him and, and the team's should be still talking to him. It's like he said, you know, or like we've been saying, yeah. like George Russell came from a Williams to a Mercedes and he puts it, you know, yeah. P5 or up. 
throughout the remainder of this yeah. year for, for for the entirety of the season. Yeah. Minus this race. It's like, yeah. it could be the same thing for Ricardo. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, yeah. while the Mercedes is bad, it's only bad for the Mercedes. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's exactly. still better than the McLaren. Exactly. You know? Exactly. Uh, honorable mention this weekend mm-hmm. Aston Martin, uh, our boy Lance Stroll, who is just, he just performs in the wet. Like, if he could, yeah. if he could only race in the yeah. wet, it'd he'd be awesome. Be, yeah. He'd it'd be, be great. leading the championship it'd be right great. now. Yeah. I, <laughs> Yeah. He had a solid drive. Yeah, and that's another thing, you know, and it kind of proves the talent that he does have. Um, you know, you can't just wheel an F1 car in the rain, and, you know, a lot of drivers struggle with it. You know, there's a lot of guys that jump into the rain, and they're at the back of the pack constantly. Um, so for Stroll to jump in the car and, and in the rain and perform, it shows that, yes, he has some talent. You know, it's not all about the money. Yes, his dad has a good amount of money. Oh, his dad's um, got some money. Yes, but, you know, when it comes down to actually you know, his, his driving talent, you can't take that away from him. He does have some talent. It's not like we've ever, we've always said that he's, he's horrible. And the only reason he's there is because of the money. No, there's other drivers that we can say is only there because of his money, but him, you know, he's performed, he's won races in the junior ranks. Yeah. He's won races coming up to, to the he's podium in Williams. Yeah. And in he's the podium. Wet. Yeah. In the way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In, in Montreal of all places. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. And, uh, you know, I think he, he's, it's just got a, once that car gets sorted out, it doesn't help that the car is that horrible. Right. And it's not like he's being outperformed by Vettel every single weekend. It's, no. He's battling with Vettel. Yeah. They're, they're and that's right. a four-time world champion. Exactly. And, and that's people, no joke. People yeah. keep forgetting about that. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. He, it's not like someone else who has someone jump into a car and beat him right away. It's, no, this guy has been going blow for blow with Vettel his entire, his entire season. Yeah. And he's, go, and he's going blow for blow. Like, it's not like he's dropping back from them. They are right beside each other in the championship because he's performing just like Vettel is for that car. Obviously, the car's struggling. Obviously, the team's struggling. But they also throw it under the bus when they say, oh, Stroll should be up there. But you know what, though? Here's how I like to tell, um, you know, true drivers from guys who are just lapping. Yeah. And, and it's instances like this weekend where you can see the true drivers from the lappers. And yeah. what I mean by that is, do you, take advantages, do you take advantage of the opportunities when they present themselves, i.e. Lando, yeah. i.e. Ricardo, Ricardo yeah. i.e. Stroll? Yeah. Like, he wasn't just yeah, in was, the back, no. you know what I mean? He and worked quiet his way up. Kept, He's had a pretty good season, Stroll. I mean, he's been in the points. He's been, you know, competing. Uh, I would say probably, I mean, Vettel's on the way out, so whatever. Take that with a grain of salt. But I would say he's a little bit more consistent than Seb. Yeah. So I think overall he should be proud of this season that he's put together. And totally in the agree. next five races, like, hopefully they can kind of steer the ship in the right direction. And then they get Fernando next year. And, we'll and see. that would be a huge learning curve for him as well. Because that's totally two different driving styles, like Fernando and, and Vettel, you know. Yeah. Where we're... The, the amount of experience that he's going to gain just by having Alonso as his, his, uh, his teammate. You know, he's done 350 Formula yeah. One races. Yeah. That's let's that's make ridiculous. it special. Yeah, <laughs> boom, blown up. <laughs> and it's it's one of those it's one of those things that I think he's just going to develop even more and more with Alonso as his teammate. So yeah. as long as they can start getting that car sorted out, I think he can start performing. You know. All right. Overwhelmed, underwhelmed, surprise. All right. So uh, underwhelming. I gotta say, Alonso, man. Like I was hoping that his three fifty would be a great one. Yeah, and that then was it started tough. out, that and then tough. when he blew, and it was like a big blow because that motor shut off. Like it didn't even like. Da, da, da. It well, was both of like, them too. Did you yeah. see? Uh, Alcon's like, like yeah, big big boom, blow. Yeah, like a cloud went out. Dude. Yeah, so I don't know what they did, but uh, yeah, that was not so. 
I was hoping that he would at least get some points for his 350. 350 was one to remember yeah. for all the wrong Yeah, reasons. exactly, right, exactly. Right. <laughs> um, is that underwhelmed? Overwhelmed? I'm going to have to go with Ricardo. Yeah. Stay in there. Okay. I love it. 16th to 15th. He needed this. This he was did. a huge confidence booster for him. He needed this. Like, this was... If he had the season end how it's been going, that's a tough, tough, yeah. tough time for him. So for him to get a good top five to show the team, hey, thanks a lot. You know, this is this is the car. I'm still performing. I'm still trying for you guys. I'm not just, you know, Lapping. rolling over and saying, hey, just take the car away from me at the end of the year. It shows that, hey, man, like, look, I'm putting some time in. I'm still working. I'm still trying to develop this car for you guys. So uh, have faith in me, you know. And uh, surprised. I'm going to have to say the mistake from Lewis Hamilton. That surprised the so hell out of me. Too. Like, it was just random. Like, you could tell he was getting frustrated yeah. sitting beside signs trying or behind but signs. But, at that but point, there was no move there no, either. No. Like, like, the one on Vettel, I can yeah. understand. Like, you tried to make a move, you were off the line. Yeah, and, slick, and, and just, it happened. But, but, yeah, but he was, like, four or five car lengths behind and tried to lunge from... Yeah, yeah. It was and it weird. was just like... <laughs> it was weird. When I saw it happen, I was like, ah... I don't know what hole you saw, but I didn't see that hole. <laughs> you didn't see the escape road either. No, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> All right, folks. So that's it. Singapore Grand Prix review. Officially in the books. Canada's F1 podcast. Another race weekend. We will be here next weekend. And my hunch is we will be discussing two-time world champion Max Verstappen. Because as mentioned, they go to Suzuka. They go to Japan. And he can wrap it up with a win and a fast slap. Yeah. And I think it's at a point where they would rather just wrap it up now. Yeah. <laughs> I think I'll just go drop a bolt in his intake. <laughs> well, oh, you never know. Go on to the next round. <laughs> we'll see, we'll see. <laughs> All right. Stream us, watch us, YouTube, uh, and wherever you get your podcasts. It's Dame signing off for Daryl Timmers. Another race weekend. Until next time. Peace.